Welcome to another episode of Spotlight with Mark Wakefield. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about resilience and the mental challenges that you are faced with when setting up your own business. You got made redundant, you started a business. Why? Why did you make that decision? Yeah, so... When I found out I was getting made redundant, it was a, a big shock. And I tried to figure out you know, how I could use my experience from the last 20 years to uh, move myself forward. Um, and figuring out all the things that I'd learned, how to make things better for, you know, for people that are applying for mortgages. And we thought that we could do that um, and, and create something really special. You've been mad enough to start your own business, and um, obviously, it's not easy. So, no, it's not, it's not easy. <laughs> no, and it's like I think as well, like it isn't easy, and it's funny because obviously, we saw you at the very start as well, like been uh, on, on this bit, like all of it with you, really. It's just it is interesting that everybody starts with that rose tinted glass. I think a bit naive, yeah, naive, yeah, yeah, naive. Um, naive is definitely the right word in like a non-naive way yeah. as well yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean because I think the thing was everybody said this is going to be really tough yeah and I think there was part of me that thought well I've done this for 20 years anyway so I know what I'm doing from a mortgage point of view and yeah I'll just learn the other bits in and around it but I think I severely underestimated how much there was to learn that wasn't just selling mortgages um, like the marketing side of yeah. things and um, even just setting up um, networking groups and you know some of the really boring things like where 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 to buy certain things from like you need like stationery and things it's just having to learn everything it's just been a complete um, uh, well I just underestimated how tough it was going to be Do you think that it's because your profession is mortgages, and you were good at that. Yeah. And therefore, you naturally wanted to try and transfer that into a business. You're good at your profession. And I think the naivety... Well, not a business owner. Yeah, I think the naivety is all the other bits, which, yeah. Yeah, which you just... There is no preparation for that. Yeah. At all. Yeah, I mean, never managed a cash flow or... Yeah. You know, anything like that. Um, I set up a CRM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bit of... You know, web design what to put on the website yeah um social media you know there's just a whole whole load of things that you just never even thought about um and it comes as a shock and it, it just feels like there's a million different problems every day that you've got to try and overcome it is um <clears throat> i think it's not like the mentality shift especially in like that early period where you go from like the security of work mm-hmm. Uh, into like working for yourself, working on your business. That is a that's difficult, isn't it? That first couple of months where you're like, yeah. oh, we're not getting paid anymore. Well, I can I can remember in January uh, getting my last paycheck, and just the shock of it because it suddenly you realise that other people around me that were getting made redundant at the same time as me were going and getting other jobs, and moving from a steady income to another steady income 
and it felt like I was the only one that had made a decision. Oh, I'm deliberately not going to go and get a steady income. I'm just going to go and do my own thing. And, and uh, yeah, it was really scary. I've still got my paycheck on my desk. <laughs> I've got my last paycheck on my desk, yeah. Yeah, the, the P45 coming through was the last. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that moment of... Because you, you, you truly feel like, okay, this is it, I'm on my own now. You do, yeah. And that, after 20 years, I mean, obviously, I wasn't quite 20 years, but it was, it was what, worked for like 10. 10? Maybe in 10. Yeah, would have been. Eight years, whatever it was. Yeah. It is a shock. Like. But yeah, and you just, I think it really hits home after a while that you... you you're only accountable to yourself. There's no one else to fall back on. If you want to try things and you make mistakes, um, it, it's on you and you just have to learn from it and, and try and pick yourself up and get on with it. What was the dream versus what is actually the, the reality? Well, the, the dream is to make a successful business. but and, and I knew along the way, like I said, I knew it would be tough at the start, but I kind of thought there'd be like a steady... Like as your knowledge grew and you become settled in what you're doing, that there'd be a gradual becoming more confident, more comfortable in your own sort of skin as, as a business owner. And you'd gradually get better over time. The, the reality is that one day you feel fantastic and you think, yeah, I've, I've learned from that last mistake and I know what I'm doing now and I, I'll just keep moving forward. But then the next day, something that you didn't even know was going to blindside you, you blindside you and you you feel back back down again and uh it's almost like you feel like two steps forward one steps back sometimes or two steps forward two steps back sometimes yeah that that's the reality of it it's not that nice sort of upticking in like confidence knowledge or growth or, or any of those things you just feel like it's uh up and down the whole time obviously sort of half a year or so in yeah um what would you do differently? I would probably listen to people and their advice more. I think going, coming into it, there's that element that you, you hear what people are saying and how difficult it's going to be, but the you're still in that dream phase that you don't know what the reality is going to be like, and you kind of think you hear it but think, yeah, mine won't necessarily be like that. My experience, and I think if I was starting again now, I would listen to those people and act on it rather than just hearing it and do some of the things that they were suggesting sooner. Obviously, like thinking about your mental health, it, the start of the business is probably one of the biggest challenges that you can actually put upon your, mm. upon your mental health. How would you say that a starting a business has affected yours? It really has because there are some days where you think, I don't know how I'm going to get through the day. And before, when, when you, again, in, your, in those employed roles, there was people all around you that could help with certain situations or that was their speciality. Doing this, the, the, the book stops with you. And so, yeah, it, it really has. But the, what I've got is two really good business partners. And usually if you're having one of those days where you think you, you're sort of hitting a brick wall, there's usually one of those you can turn to or both of them to, to say, okay, well, this is what's going on with me today. And um, yeah, they're, they're really good at, we're really good at supporting each other and, and getting ourselves through that. But it is really difficult to, to keep going sometimes. Would you say that it's an anxiety as opposed to a depression? Would you say it's made you 
anxious? Would you say at times it's made you depressed? A bit of everything. I think more anxious than depressed. Uh, but it's that that feeling that if if you make the wrong call or the wrong decision and the business isn't going to work, then that's on you. And, and I think that builds that anxiety because uh, I think one of the things that you do need as well is patience because things don't happen overnight. So you you have to sort of be patient and, yeah. and realise if you make a change and make a decision that you want to do something in a certain way, it's going to take time for the benefit of that to come through. And I think the, the anxiety comes in where you, you, you do those changes and you're not quite sure if it's going to work or not. And you, you're always looking for signs that, that, it, that it is going to work. I call it anxiety patience. Right. Because I find patience to be quite an anxious thing anyway. Yeah. I like, you don't actually have any choice in, yeah. in, 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 in this capacity, which yeah. leads to that feeling of, of, of anxiousness. Well, it's like I was saying about listening to people, because one of the things that a lot of people did say is you need to have faith like in yourself and the decisions that you're making and see it through. And I'm not the most patient of people anyway. And like two, you, you say, you put something in place and think, oh, this is going to work. And then I'm like two days later thinking, well, why isn't it working? Yeah. Um, in reality, it could take months or years sometimes. We have mentioned learning all the way through. What have you learned about yourself? <clears throat> that I don't have all the answers. I think that um, going into it, like I say, I, I learned, I've learned a lot over the last 20 years and I knew the things that would make the difference to customers' lives and make things easier for them. But I thought anything that, that came across that I wasn't quite sure about, I'd be able to sort of learn as I went. And um, I think I've realised that, you know, sometimes it's okay to say, I, I just don't know how to deal with that situation or what to do with this part of the business and to ask for help. Do you, you think that that, have you got any sort of specific qualities that you would say that you've gained? Resilience, but I think that thinking uh, outside the box sometimes and probably being a bit more entrepreneurial and rather than saying, okay, we're going to try this, um, idea we've got this new product that we want to try if it doesn't quite work or, or land properly being able to adjust and and be a bit more flexible um that's that's really you know something that i wouldn't have done in the past it would have been set to plan and we'll follow this see the plan through and i think uh, i've learned it's probably best to not be that rigid within the plan but flexible as things evolve and, and go through and, and learn from you know, how things have worked day to day. So what would you say has been the most rewarding thing? Are there any? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are. I mean, I always think doing the job that, that we do anyway is rewarding because I, I, I honestly think being able to help someone buy a house or their home is, is a real privilege. Um, and, and that in itself is really rewarding. And I think what I found rewarding in, in the business so far is we've found people that other, other mortgage brokers have said are unhelpable. You just, nothing can be done. It is what it is. And, and through, just because we you know, really want to help people, 
but because we can be flexible and nimble and probably put in more more groundwork and research, we're really to, able to to help the people that have been told that they couldn't get help. And and that in itself is really rewarding. It, it makes you realise why you're actually doing what you're doing. Thinking about like when the time, when it is tough, because it is tough, there's no getting away from it, it's tough. Like, what are you using to keep yourself going, keep yourself motivated? My family, because ultimately, you know, even when I was working, I only ever did it to support my family and give them a good standard of living and, and certainly with my kids, allow them, you know, give them the best possible start that I could and allow them to reach their dreams. But also, you know, for even when I was employed a long, for a long time, I've wanted to own a business just because having that level of control and sense of you're in charge of your own destiny. So I, I, I just try to think of how things might be in the future. If things go well or you make the right decisions, make the right calls, how things could be. And I, I try and just draw on that. That, you know, if I can get the business to a place where, you know, it's supporting us, we've got happy customers, but we're also able to employ people and, and support them and their families as well. I think that's that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be in the future. So you've got quite a clear, defined dream and you're motivated by chasing Yeah, one of the big milestones is to, you know, to, to take people on and support them. And I think that I'll see that probably over the next few years, but... Um, yeah, I, t I try and just think that... Thinking about when you have wanted to quit, have you sort of overcome? Have you, how, do you, how do you overcome it? Yeah. Because we all want to quit. There's no entrepreneur out there that hasn't wanted there's to quit. There's always that little part in your brain that says you can't do this and you, you know, you're missing something and you're not good enough to do it. And I think you just, when things, you know, because things do go wrong and they're, they're going to go wrong, you know, in a multitude of different ways, but... I think what you've got to do is try not to react to it. If you're feeling like, okay, well, I, I just can't carry on with this situation, then the, the, the best thing I've found is just talking to people about it because you very often find that, I mean, something happened to, to us last week with uh, a mortgage case that went completely belly up after weeks and weeks of work and you just, you, you blame yourself for it, it's actually a natural instinct that there's something I could have done differently that would have stopped that happening. But very often when you sit there and break it down, the, the, there was nothing I could have done. Mm. It was just one of those things. And it, sometimes you just have to realise that this is just part of the journey, um, which is very easy for me to sit here yeah. and say now, but when you're in the moment, and I think the thing is just to realise that you are in the moment, sometimes when you're feeling like that and to give yourself a bit of time. What advice would you give somebody starting a business other than don't do it? I would probably say, think very carefully if it's for you. And this is probably, you know, that, that thing I was saying about listening to people and what they're, they're, they're saying, because like I said, people told me it was going to be tough. And I sort of thought, well, I could probably do it, you know, anyway. But it is really tough. Um, and you need to really be prepared and, and have a good support mechanism around you the support support process because yeah you, you will hit a wall at some point where you wonder whether you can do it or not and you, you need people around you that can support you and uh, that can help you through that because it's very tough to do it on your own
do you think that because you were good at your profession, that when you were hearing that advice at the start, but because obviously that probably pretty exception at your profession, and yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. You, you've you, all three of you quite senior in what you did, did it a long time. So well, yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. excellent at your job. Yeah. And then like, do you think that you know, we talked about the naivety before? Do you think that like the naivety was well, I'm really good at my job. For sure. Yeah. It, it, it there was there was that element that you know within the world that I was working in, I was the go-to person for a lot of things. If somebody didn't know somebody uh, had to do something, it would be like okay, call Mark or so. Yeah, you. you I think coming out of that environment, I thought that I would have the answers. And so these people that are telling me it's going to be tough, I already know the answers because I've been doing it. But what they're trying to say to you is it's not the profession part, the, the mortgage part or the insurance part that, that you need to worry about. It's the, you know, attracting clients, um, setting things up that you've never even thought about dealing with an accountant, all these little things that sound quite trivial, but when you mount them up in the, in the early days and everything's like you need to need to get something done now, um, yeah, it all stacks up. So, yeah, I would, you, you, you need to plan it out. You really do. And, and I didn't plan it out enough, and I thought I did. I and think, you need to back yourself. Yeah. I think if you go into a business that you've come from doing as a profession, I can see how that could be a pitfall actually mm. uh, straight away. Whereas I went back to a love, I'd left advertising and marketing because yeah. of burnout and I'd forgotten how much I'd loved it. Yeah. And then when at the time came to me to start to do this, it was I was just going back to something that I'd done and had to relearn. Like the job I was doing, I could have done it in my eyes closed, you know what I mean? So that was an interesting differentiation between like you going in to do something that you had experience in. And I can probably see actually now from talking to you today how that would, how you could not necessarily take everyone as seriously as you probably would do now yeah. in, in, in that situation because you're so good at your job. And yeah. I, yeah. Like 20 years then into running a business. Um, what would you say to your 16 year old self? Believe in yourself more. And. <clears throat> Don't let people write you off. You know, if you, if you feel like you can achieve something and do something, then try and do it. And and I think part of the problem um, that I've, you know, working through my career and, and being made redundant, if I could go back and redo that, I probably wouldn't have stayed within that role so long. Yeah. Um, I, I became too comfortable and after a certain a, a period of time you stop growing and stop you know your own personal growth and I think that uh, yeah I'll just believe in yourself more that you can actually go you don't have to rely on an employer to go out and, and, and earn a living help people um, and, and feel like you're achieving something in life you can do it for yourself goals slash dreams yes what are your dreams for the business and what are your personal goals for yourself? So my, my dream for the business is that over the next two or three years that um, we can continue growing so that not only are we sort of self-sufficient, but we're also able to take on people and, and grow and help, you know, train other, like the, almost like it sounds really cheesy, but the next generation of people to do the job properly and um, help more customers that way. 
I'd like to get to a point where, you know, 20 years down the line, I can step away from it completely and it's, it's, a, it's a big enough entity to keep going. Personal goals for you? I, I need to continue working on myself. So that, that's a whole, that whole resilience, you know, believing in yourself probably a bit more and uh, not beating yourself up so much when things don't go right. Realising that you're not infallible that you will make mistakes and uh, things won't always go right and uh, how you deal with that. So that completes this episode of Spotlight With. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe and we'll see you really soon for some more episodes.